Hello, funky listeners. Hello, hello. Welcome. Hi. Uh, hi. <laughs> uh, I'm the only one. I was going to start saying hello in a bunch of different languages. I couldn't think of any of them. Hola. Konnichiwa. Uh, that's, that's all I got. I don't even know hello in French. Au revoir. No, that's goodbye. Hello. Welcome to Funk Radio, where we clearly know things about stuff. We know things about this the world. Is, this is your host, Peter. And this is your host, Kyle. And Kyle, today we're talking about something that we do know something about. <laughs> something near and dear something. to my ass. Uh, <laughs> there are going to be so many puns I in the like show. I feel like that needs to be just a tagline for the entire podcast. <laughs> okay. So, yeah. Um, today we're going to talk about an interesting topic that nobody asked us to talk about. Uh, we probably shouldn't talk about, but we're going to talk about because it's funny. To, to be fair, I think pretty much everything we talk about, nobody asks for. But at least this is something that probably has some that's, wider appeal than most That should be our tagline, Funk Radio. You didn't ask for it. <laughs> so today we're going to be talking about uh, a little, I guess what you would call an auditory urban myth called the Brown Note. And we're going to determine here on Funk Radio whether or not the Brown Note is a real thing. Uh, we're going to test it on ourselves. We're both wearing diapers as a safety precaution. I'm not. Oh, no. <laughs> so the stakes are very high. Yes. Uh, for those of you listeners that don't know what the brown note is, according to a decades-old urban legend, listen, listening to a very specific low-frequency tone will make you uh, fudge your huggies, uh, for lack of a better term. Also known as pooping your pants. Yes. Or shitting yourself. Or uh, smearing your... Stop. I can't think. I can't think of any other innuendos for that. Actually, there's not that many. I'm sure they'll come up throughout the topic. Yeah, yeah. You know, it's really surprising to me that we haven't talked about this before. It's not maybe to because me. it's not. It's not really a music thing per se. It's more of like an audio engineering thing. True. More along those lines, and we've done some topics kind of more in that realm. But yeah, I mean, it's, I think it's kind of true to the funk radio spirit for us to do an episode about shitting ourselves. Yeah, as Kyle said, um, there's, you know, this urban legend that if you listen to this really, really low frequency tone, that somehow the frequency of that disrupts your bowels and makes you uncontrollably um, go poopy. So, I mean, like, we're, we're going to test it, um, like we said, but, you know, we don't want to be totally clickbaity here um, and say, oh, you know... You have to watch, listen to the whole episode to find out. No, no, it's not real. We're just going to say that up front. Aww, um, I was kind of hoping it's bullshit. it was. These six things prove that the brown note might exist. <laughs> Number four will shock you. <laughs> Instead of BuzzFeed, it's like... Funk feed? Yeah, sure. Also, I should have said number two will shock you. Oh. So far, this has not been very educational whatsoever. Not at all. Um, <laughs> so, so I've done a little bit of research on this. And so if you really want to get into the pseudoscience of it um the brown note as it's known uh is generally cited as being below 20 hertz um a lot of people say it's between five and nine hertz which is very specific um but to put that into perspective uh humans can really generally hear frequencies between 20 and 20,000 hertz so with 20 being the low end of what humans can hear and the brown note being below that by default right away that you you know you can tell it's kind of bullshit because you can't even hear it 
Yeah. Not to say that that sound doesn't exist because you can't hear it, but I think if you go to, you know, YouTube or something and like, listen, oh, here's the brown note. I think. And you, you know, you just hear a tone like. I think obviously that's not I think the logic is it's like it's like similar to like dog whistles like humans can't hear that frequency but it makes dogs go crazy so it's like right. we can't hear the frequency but it makes us crap our trousers um mm-hmm. so yeah Peter's right I mean humans generally hear between 20 and 20,000 hertz most auditory equipment speakers headphones whatever are calibrated within that range so in doing research on that aspect of it, it's actually even funnier because since most speakers only operate between 20 and 20,000 hertz, they can't mm. actually play a true brown note due to the size of what's called the speaker cone. In speakers, they have this cone that basically vibrates back and forth, and that air pushing through the cone is actually what makes sound, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. I've never fully understood that. Maybe we should do an episode on that, like the science of speakers. That would be pretty cool. That would be dope. I would enjoy that. Um, I'm going to write that down. So, so yeah, I mean, even even speaker cones on larger speakers, like ones that are called like subwoofers that are meant to be heavy on the lower end, uh, aren't actually large enough to produce air pressure at, to create a sound uh, below 20 hertz. Basically, you would need a really, really big speaker cone to even push enough air to create sound, if that makes sense, at that low of a frequency. And yeah, I mean, because it, it makes sense that, you know, speakers and headphones and whatnot, like, there's no reason for manufacturers to make those produce sound that's beyond human hearing. Yeah. And I would bet that most of them don't even do the full range of human hearing. I was going to say, I actually read that most of them don't go below 20 hertz because... At that frequency, since humans can't hear it anyways, doing it for a prolonged period of time might actually damage the speaker cones because they're not meant to oh. move that slowly. Uh, oh, okay. So because of that, most most of them, yeah, can't produce what's the, a true quote-unquote brown note. So, so not only can we not hear it, but hard general hardware can't play it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Unless it's some specialty thing. Yeah. Um, so... Yeah. Another another fun fact I came across is that music notes and audit, auditory notes are measured obviously in hertz, as we mentioned. Um, babies can actually hear between twenty and twenty thousand hertz, but as mm. uh, an adult, your hearing of the higher frequency range actually goes down. So, oh, okay, adults actually can't hear some really high pitched frequencies that like young kids can. In fact, interesting. I read a, this didn't happen when we were in high school, but I guess it was a big thing, like a little bit after we were in high school, is teenagers would download these really high-pitched ringtones that were like 20,000 hertz or whatever, and oh, I remember they that. would be I able to I hear them. I think I remember them. one or two people who did that. Yeah, they can hear them, but like the older teachers or whatever can't, so it was a way for them yeah. to like sneakily get text alerts and stuff. So, yeah. Yeah. Fun. That's weird. Yeah, so actually, you know, an adult, yeah, it I, seems like you were down between 20 hertz and 16,000 hertz. Mm-hmm. So even then, you can't, you know, so, hear the so in, broad range. Yeah. In looking up the brown note, we did find some examples on YouTube. <laughs> However, as I said before, since most speakers can't actually play that low of a hertz, these are like fake examples. They do 
they they are really low frequency, so they do make you feel kind of funny. But mm. now I I don't know about you, Peter, but I listened to both of these clips and neither of them made me poop. Um, I pooped during both, but it was completely unrelated. <laughs> it was because you ate the peanut butter pop tarts, isn't it? Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. Um, I'm just kidding, listeners. So, um. Why don't we listen to this first one, and then we can shoot the shit, I guess. It sounds like the the old THX theme. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, it does. Mixed that, with, like, farting. That the- that theater tone that would be like... Yeah. I forgot about that. Yeah. Yeah, so I've noticed that, like, the... Um, I don't know if the... Th- I think it could be the frequency. It kind of modulates over time. Yeah, in that, like, fluctuates yeah. between so, whatever and whatever, but it didn't make me poop. I mean, YouTube is not really known as the... Arbiter of truth? Mm-hmm. True. So... We did find also a clip of, I guess, on the um, old Discovery show, Mythbusters, they attempted to uh, crack this myth as well. I think they actually had a little bit better of an outfit than ours, so they were actually able to play below uh, 20 hertz, because they had like a huge setup of really big speakers, (laughs) and Mm. uh, they tested it on the two guys, Adam and Jamie. They said it made them feel funny, but they didn't boop, so... And I wonder if if you're surrounded by huge ass speakers playing like a really low frequency like that. Mm-hmm. I mean, like, does it have to do with air pressure? Yeah, basically, or something like that. That could basically be why you're feeling funny. Yeah, and it, not because it's Adam. You know. Adam was even saying after he was tested, he's like, it felt like it was like a thumping in his chest mm. or whatever. That's weird. So, like we said, it's not real. Uh, Mythbusters busted it. Even if it were real, most people couldn't actually uh, hear it, let alone have the speakers to play it. So, how did mm. this stupid brown note thing get started? Well, I guess to look at it, we kind of have to look at the science of it and how sound is produced. And really, sound is just changes in air pressure mm-hmm. in space that reach your ear and your brain interprets as sound or audio, whatever. But from a physics standpoint, air is actually kind of an inefficient medium for transferring low-frequency vibrations, uh, especially, you know, in passing through organic matter like a human. Mm. So, basically, because of that, like, no amount of air pressure produced from a speaker is really enough to, like, harm a human body if it's just, you know, going through the air and then hitting them, right? Right. However, where this myth got started and where it actually can kind of harm you is if a speaker is basically connected to you and it's using you as the modulator and not air, if that makes sense, then yeah, then it gets starts to get freaky. So I guess at the dawn of the U.S. space program in the late 50s and early 60s, when they were testing the idea of what harmful effects their uh, rocket flights and space would have on astronauts, they actually ordered vibration tests that used uh, cockpit seats, like a, you know, like a rock rocket 
chair or whatever mm-hmm. that were mounted to a vibration table that could transfer really low frequencies through the seats directly into the human subject. So mm-hmm. they uh, tested really high power levels of 160 decibels, which is like literally louder than a jet engine. I think they were actually trying to test like the loudness of a rocket. That makes sense, yeah. And they were testing it at really low frequencies of like 2 to 3 hertz. Which is even below what we were saying earlier about. Yeah. And uh, subjects that were uh, submitted to this actually suffered uh, what's symptoms such as motor ataxia, which basically means like you can't really control your limbs, uh, nausea, visual disturbance, degraded task performance, and difficulties in communication. A lot of people think that they, these tests done by NASA are kind of what started that whole brown note myth, was, oh, they played no f- low-frequency notes at astronauts and they felt weird. However, right. the difference between this test and the normal idea of playing audio is that these vibration tables that were uh, transmitting vi- you know, audio vibration sounds were directly connected to the people. It would basically be like having a big-ass speaker and just laying it on top of you. Uh, right, yeah. So so it's less about just sitting there listening to it and more about like being, being physically connected, connected to something to that's being, vi- being vibrated by that yeah, thing. Yeah, exactly, exactly. So, yeah, these, these early tests that were done in like the early 60s or whatever in the, in the dawn of you know, space flight before we went to the moon, that's kind of where this mm. myth got started. So if anyone's ever actually heard the brown note, it's, it's astronauts. And that's why they call them astronauts. <laughs> Fun fact, listeners. Oh, that was good. That was the best one so far. <laughs> it really wasn't. <laughs> Sadly, maybe it was. Yeah, and so actually, so in terms in terms of like how you know how it got started, sure, you know, like the space program and all that, how it kind of has continued to exist over the decades. Um, in the age of the internet, sure, I mean, I'm there's no shortage of commentary these days about fake news and all that stuff. You know, and obviously, you know, even in years past on the internet, you know, it's always been known as I was, kind of a breeding ground for. I was going to say South Park did an episode on it, even or like. Scientists were using it to like make people shit, and because it's South Park, they actually mm-hmm. were just you know shitting themselves violently. Yeah, so I'm sh- like pop culture and, and the internet, obviously, I think, kind of just keep these things going. And if people don't bother to do the research and figure out, oh, hey, this actually is not a thing, <laughs> then yeah, that's kind of how stupid information keeps circulating. Mm-hmm. Have you heard any uh, similar? phenomena kyle of uh, like um frequencies that like maybe make people vomit and well, stuff like that there's there is actually an interesting thing um i don't want to speak too much about it because i don't know a lot about it but i was reading a couple articles recently that both in cuba and china um diplomats have been attacked with what people are calling sonic weapons that are actually causing them to have like Oh, I think like aneurysms and shit. Let me let me Google this really quick because I'm probably spreading fake news. But <laughs> right after we get off our like high horse about the internet as a piece of shit, we're like, oh, I think I heard this one thing. Let me check the internet. Last August, so I think 2017, uh, U.S. and Canadian diplomats in Cuba suffered a host of mysterious ailments. Speculation arose that a high frequency sonic weapon was to blame. 
Uh, acoustics experts were quick to point to the unlikeliness of such an attack, among other things, ultrasonic frequencies. Ultrasonic is basically the opposite of the brown note. It's frequencies beyond 20,000 uh, hertz. Be- so it's frequencies between 20 and 200 kilohertz. Which uh, So that's 20,000 20, to 200,000 hertz. Uh, they do- wow. They don't propagate well in the air and don't cause the ear pain, headache, dizziness, or other symptoms reported in Cuba. So basically, experts said that's not a thing. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, they're actually thinking it was less to do with an auditory frequency and more to do with like electronic waves that were messing with people. Yeah, so really even stuff like that apparently isn't a thing, apparently. It sounds like. I mean, we haven't, we, you know, admittedly haven't done a ton of research on that specifically, but... um. I think overall, this it all kind of falls into the same realm, mm-hmm. um, you know. And obviously, the poop thing didn't pan out. So, <laughs> I mean, there's been there's been conspiracy theories of like scientists in the military using, you know, sound as a weapon for a long time, either the, either for torture or whatever. Yeah, listeners, if you have any wild conspiracy theories about uh, how audio can be used to kill people or make them shit, you should let us know on our Facebook page. Yeah, uh, facebook.com slash getyourfunk. Also, we have our website, getyourfunk.com. You can't talk to us there, but you can listen to every episode we've ever done. None of them are about poop, at least generally not, but, you know, you can listen to every other episode we've ever done and then count all the times that we've said poop. Now you know that's not a thing. Go out and tell the world. Um, And if you see it on YouTube or something, don't click on it because it's fake. Bye. We love you.